0: Welcome to the Wealthy and Healthy Podcast, hosted by me, Beck Hibbard. This is the podcast where I share all of the juice around my story and how I went from being a broke and bankrupt single mom who had lost it all to rebuild my life in a few short years, creating a global six-figure business, all while remaining in my feminine flow and living a life of freedom. Now, in these episodes of this podcast, I will be teaching you how to build the life of your dreams whilst becoming the wealthiest and healthiest version of yourself. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hello, hello, hello. hello. Oh, let me just fix this up a little. There we go. Hey, hey, hey. All right, I am so excited. So this is part two of answering your business questions. Um, If you haven't seen part one, that's totally okay. I'm just going to be answering more questions around business that has been put into this group. Um, Let me just quickly bring up these questions. While people jump on. When you jump on. Let me know where you're tuning in from. I would love to know. And also this is fully interactive. So if you have any questions that you want to ask as we go, pop it in here. If you have anything you want to add, I would love to hear it. Um, Okay, let me find the thread. I need to drink. I'm such a culprit for making a green juice and then ooh, not drinking it because I just get too caught up in everything else. All right, let's have a look. just going to search the word business in the group. <clears throat> also, while I'm here, I might as well let you guys know that Bank the Masterclass starts in a few days. Um, where is this thread? It starts in a few days, Monday, 12 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. I am going to be teaching you my exact energetics around how I sell in my business. It is very, very different to anything that you've ever heard before. My selling strategy is like 80% energetics, 20% structure. So I'm gonna be covering a huge portion of the energetics. Um, I believe in attraction, and that's not just attraction marketing. Like I attract clients to me. I don't do sales calls and I want to put some perspective in this. 12 months ago, I was running a completely different business. I decided to start afresh and change to a completely different business. And my business has made over $212,000 in cash revenue in the bank. That's not even sales. Sales is probably triple that or at least double. Um, And it's all... Whilst remaining in my feminine flow, I don't, I don't work more than like 46 hours a day. Uh, I don't burn out or anything like that. And I still spend a lot of time with my family and my partner and my daughter. And so I'm going to be teaching you all of my energetics, my strategy on how I attract clients in my very own unique way. And so tickets are only $111 and you gain access to the masterclass for life, which is absolutely incredible. And you can continue to come back to it. So when you scale, or if you decide to that you want to change career paths or you want to change your business, you can come back to the trainings and redo it over and over and over again, um, which is really exciting. And I am releasing something for women in business and it's very exclusive. I'm very excited for it. So if you jump on bank, You're going to hear about it and you're actually going to get a little discount code just by jumping into bank. So you'll be able to use the money that you invested into bank into this next little secret offer that I'm yet to announce. I'll announce it in the coming days. All right. Let's have a look. Where are we at in regards to questions? I'm so excited. These questions are great, you guys. I love talking about business. All right. Cool, 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 cool. Okay, so a question from Nicole is, so we're talking about blockages in business. So Nicole said her blockage in business is not feeling worthy enough and not being able to make connections as well as when it comes to my coaching. I struggled a lot and still sometimes do with narrowing down my niche. Okay, and here, and this is so funny because this kind of goes hand in hand with bank. In bank, I'm going to be sharing with you why I don't believe in niche markets why I don't believe in labeling or categorizing or finding your person. I don't believe in any of that. And that's not to say that I did not teach that because I very much taught that. I taught that strategy and it's a very masculine paradigm strategy. I taught that previously, many years ago, that you had to find your niche Your target audience and you had to talk to them and all the things and you had to post posts that they would align with and I just don't fucking believe that anymore and the reason being is because back when I was teaching that I was making less than 10k months in my business and now that I've completely ditched that over the last 12 months you know I've had a few $33,000 a month, we have $20,000 a month, $25,000 a month, you know, and so on and so on. And the reason being is that I don't believe that we can put people into a box and I don't believe we can label people. And I'm going to give you a prime example of this. Okay. So what I've noticed with myself and when it comes to clients, private clients is I will give you context. I, for a very long time was a single mom. I am a independent woman (laughs) I have a partner, but I'm financially independent and I love it. Um, And so for a very long time, my story was that I was a broke and bankrupt single mom who was divorced at the age of 25. That was my story. And so if I was to promote that story... I would then be limiting myself with who I was attracting. I talk about my story often. However, I don't use my story just to speak to single mums. I don't use my story just to speak to people who were broke and bankrupt and all the things. I speak to everyone and I trust that the people that are going to work with me are going to be in alignment with me because of something they heard, because of my teachings, my coachings and all of the things. So back to my private clients. I have noticed a trend in my world with my private clients. I have quite a few private clients. I love them, I adore them. If you're here, I love you so much. Um, and I say that because working with me, it's, we have a friendship, a relationship. It is just like, we move in together. When you're a client of mine, a private client, one-to-one, we move in together. Like I know your dog's names. I know your kid's names. One of my clients was sending me photos of her son and what he was dressed as for book week this week. Like it's a very intimate thing. And I love that. And so what I noticed is a trend when it comes to my private clients is I was attracting a lot of militant people, military people, and ex militant people as private clients. And that is not in my story. I have no affiliation to the military. I have no, you know, no one around me is ex militant, but I was attracting and I still attract a lot, a lot of people like that from that field, from that industry. And what I've been able to put it down to is the way that I coach and the way that I show up in life and the way that I approach coaching and private mentorship. And that is I'm a very direct person. If you want to know something, I will give it to you straight. If you want my opinion, I will give it to you straight. I'm very much a black and a white type of person when it comes to a coach. I don't sugarcoat things. I don't fluff things up for the sake of it. Yes, I am deeply rooted in my feminine. However, you can always count on me to give it to you straight. Okay? And sometimes it looks like a slap in the face and then a nice big hug at the end. (laughs) So it looks like sometimes. So I literally have a lot of clients that really vibe with that. And a lot of them are military because their career is very straight down the line. There's no fluffing about, there's no gray areas. It's very black and white and they, they really align with that. So could you imagine if I started to go into my niche, my target audience I would completely phase out all of these people. And I love coaching. I love coaching all clients, but I love coaching um military clients and ex militant because I know that I can give it to them in a way that's very direct and they appreciate it and they take what they need and they go do the work. They're very regimented. They go do the work and then they come back and they're like, the work's done, what next? And I absolutely adore that because I'm very much the same person. You give me a task, I'll have it done the same day and then I'll be coming back to you saying, okay, cool, what's next? So that's that's why I don't believe in niches and, and target audience and all these things. Instead, I believe in showing up speaking my truth being authentic absolutely authentic which cultivates trust amongst my audience and then people are going to be in alignment with me and then they get to decide if they are an aligned client they get to decide if they want to tap into my world i don't believe in putting people in boxes and labeling people like it's 2023 like there's that many fucking labels around now like can we not Can we actually not? (laughs) I don't need to label my audience, okay? So I feel like this question, Nicole, if I was you, I would really work on my authority. I would work on my authority and showing up and being super authentic. And your only job is to show up and be authentic and trust that the people that are meant to find you will find you because you're going to be so loud and you're going to hold so much market share. Now, if you're someone here who has an online business or has any sort of business and you feel like you really need to master the art of building more trust, more authority and more integrity so that you can hold more market share, so people look to you as a leader and they gravitate towards you, that's truly why I believe I've been able to scale my business to over 212K cash in 12 months is because I've had authority, because I hold integrity and because I'm a very straight up upfront person and people really align with that. They align with certainty and all the things. If you feel like this is something you need to work on, send me a message privately. What I'm bringing out in the next um, coming days and weeks is literally all around this. I'm going to be teaching my exact strategy and energetics on how I've been able to build authority so that you can build that in your own business and you can attract clients and aligned clients. Because yes, we can all attract clients and all of the things, but at the end of the day, if, is, if your clients aren't in alignment with you, you are going to have a really hard time wanting to show up for your business. Your business will feel exhausting and it will feel like it's taking more than it's giving. That's why it's so important to attract aligned clients and not just anyone. And when you understand, and another piece that I'm going to be talking about in all, um, in my secret offer, I nearly slipped it, in my secret offer is money mindset. And the reason being is when you have a solid money mindset, you don't make moves based around money. Instead, you make moves as a CEO and selfishly. You look at people and say, you know what? This is not a good fit for me. I don't want to work with you, and that's okay. But I trust that the money's still going to come in anyway. So I teach this in this little offer. It's a big offer. In this offer that I'm bringing to life. Mmm. All right, April has said her biggest blockage in business is that she's constantly comparing herself to others ahead of her. Mm, yeah, I, I can completely resonate with this. Recent, what I first, um, when, would I, when would this period? I would say within the, uh, the first three to six months of business in this new venture. Um, and their new business that I was opening and I now run coaching educational, all the things I was always comparing myself with other coaches, with other people. Like I wasn't, you know, further enough in my journey and I would always look to them and what would happen is then I would be creating, I would be making moves and creating offers and programs and all of the things based on where I thought I should be not based on where I was. And I would start showing up and creating content based on where I thought I should be, not based on where I was. And so what was happening is there was this disconnect. And because I was creating content and offers and all the things over here and not here, it was actually moving me outside of my integrity. And it was reflecting. Okay. So what I will say to you is, first of all, it's really normal to compare ourselves to the next person. And I think that comes with a lot of like societal expectations. You know, for example, literally the other day I was getting, um, contraception put into my body and the doctor was saying to me well hey you know I'm 30 years old and I have a daughter right but the doctor was saying to me well hey you know you should really get this contraception taken out in the next few years if you want to have kids and she pulled up this like graph and this diagram and she was like because when you hit 35 it's kind of like downhill from here and it gets really hard to have more kids and this is and this and what we've seen and it was this whole like comparing me to every other woman Um, and so, you know, I spoke up and I nicely put her in her place and I was like, thank you. But if I decide to do that, I will be on my terms, not based on societal expectations of me as a female. So I think that sometimes we just need to, first of all, remove those expectations from society and from ourselves that we've put upon ourselves and then also understand and lean into and anchor into the energy of you're exactly where you're meant to be. You're exactly where you're meant to be in the timeline. You're not meant to be anywhere else. So you stressing, you comparing, you getting anxious, there's no point. And it's literally doing nothing for you other than invoking stress and anxiety. So let it go. Let it go. And as an extra step, what I would do is I would jump on my social media and I would clear out any pages, any people that I no longer align with or people that I feel like I'm comparing myself to. And I had to do that recently because again when I was coming to create offers and promotions and all these things in my business, I was doing it based off of what other coaches were doing that were in a similar um, that were at a similar income level to me. I was looking at them and like, oh they've got this mastermind and this is how much they're charging for coaching and this this and this and then I was creating all of my stuff around that. and again, that's not out of integrity. That's based off expectation and you cannot expect to grow when you're basing things off of expectation. So go through, clean out, remove all the things and then focus on yourself and focus on the feeling. You know, rather than holding the energy of comparing yourself, which is a lack energy, it's a never enough energy. Comparisonitis is like never enough. You're never going to be enough. Instead, hold the feeling of like, I am enough and I want to feel good and I want to feel happy every single day in my business. And I'm going to continue to focus on that feeling rather than focusing on me, comparing me with someone else. I'm going to focus on the feeling of me being happy. Oh, pardon me. Okay. Laura. Oh, I love you, Laura. Um, she, Laura has said her blockage in business is that I would say self-worth at the moment that my product can make a difference to the new market I'm selling to. I love Laura that you've shared this open, openly. Laura is a private client of mine and we've talked about this in depth in our container, but I love that she shared this because I feel like she shared this knowing that other people are going to resonate with it. So the biggest block in, in business is self-worth. Okay. So the self-worth in itself is quite a blanket statement. When we look at self-worth, there's so many different areas of self-worth and so many different things that affect it. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, your product is worthy of massive amounts of compensation. It's worthy of people to sign up to it. And a lot of the time when it comes to our product, we, if we need proof that our product actually works, we just need to look at ourselves. Your product should reflect your story and the journey that you've been on, okay? So at the end of the day, if you just show up authentically and if you share your story and if if you're willing to get vulnerable and if you're willing to get deep with your story and share what your product's done and how it's been able to improve and change your life, that's all you need to do. That is all you need to do in order to understand that your product is worthy of people buying it. And then I would even look at, okay, I would ask myself the question, for what purpose do I not feel worthy? For what purpose do I not feel worthy? And then look at every limiting belief that comes up and debunk it. Go through the process of debunking it. Is it ultimately true? When I say debunk, it's literally just asking the question. So for example, if I was to say, if um, I'm feeling for what purpose I don't feel worthy, I don't feel worthy because I'm not a multimillionaire yet. Okay, Beck, is that ultimately true that you're not worthy because you're just, you're not a multi millionaire? And then I'll look at that and I'll be like, "Mm, that's a bit fucked. No, it's not ultimately true. I'm worthy because I'm here. I'm worthy because I made it to the earth. Like, if we look at our life and if we look at how many, how many like people, I was gonna say sperm, but it's, that's a bit how you're going for this call. But anyway, the chances of you making it to be birthed in this lifetime is like, A million or something like that. You can literally Google it if you want to. But that in itself, the fact that you're here, and I don't believe that anything happens by chance in the universe. I believe in God. I believe in the universe. I believe in energy. So I don't believe that things just happen for the sake of happening. I don't believe in that bullshit. And I don't want to believe in that paradigm. Therefore, what I believe in is that you made it here out of like a million to one chances so that in itself tells me that you're worthy to be here and whatever you desire and whatever you bring to life is worthy to change lives you just have to get behind the feeling of i am worthy enough and go through and debunk 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 is it ultimately true is it ultimately true is it ultimately true and tell yourself a better feeling story that's it tell yourself a better feeling story Tegan has said her biggest blockage in business is imposter syndrome. To even start, mm, I get it. I get it. And you know what? I will seriously starting a business is the like actually starting a business. In my opinion, is like the hardest part of business. I really believe the hardest part of business is starting. Why? Because you've got. First of all, your own limiting beliefs, your own negative self-talk. You've got probably other people that will tell you to play it safe and just stick to your job. You've also got like the whole, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna sell? Don't have green stuff on my lips now. What am I gonna do? What am I gonna sell? Who am I? I'm not pretty enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not rich enough, I'm not this, I'm not that, I don't have a, a big enough sub story, I don't have a big enough story in itself, you know. I was born into wealth, so who am I to start this business because people are gonna think that I'm just privileged, I you know, I'm I'm white or I'm this or I'm that. All of these things, they all compound and at the end of the day you just have to be bigger than them. And I promise you, when you become bigger than them, then you're starting to cement steps in the path. Because what I've learned in business is there's going to be constant little things that are going to come up, like little roadblocks that come up that is going to test you, push you change you, get you to the next level. And so if you can get through this first step in the road, then it's going to allow you to get through the next one and the next one and the next one because there's going to be things that come up for you all the time, all the time. I truly believe that being in business is like the biggest form of self-development. I have learned so much around my mindset, around sales, around money, around self-worth, around net worth and all these things just because of business. And I love it. It takes a really specific person to be able to start a business, run a business, hold a business. It's not for everyone and it's not for the faint hearted. And that's totally fine. And not everyone, I truly believe that not everyone is meant to run a business because it does take a certain level of grit and consistency. And some people just don't have it. And that's okay. And some people also make for fucking fantastic employees. Right. Not everyone's meant to be a business owner. There are some incredible, incredible, incredible employees out there that are that are literally like built to be like the most amazing employees. So like at the end of the day, it's not for everyone. And if it's not for you, that's okay. Don't put any pressure or expectation on yourself that you have to be anywhere else in your journey. All right. Next question. Where are we? Where are we? Rena said, I'm struggling with finding my avatar and just feeling overwhelmed when it comes to content. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So as I've already touched on niching and all the things, which is pretty much avatar. um, And what I will say in regards to content, I was actually literally just having this conversation with one of my private clients around content. And I used to be the person that would literally post every single fucking day to, to get the algorithm and to get more followers and more likes and all the things because I thought that, you know, content related to sales and there's many teachings where you'll find where I'm talking about posting every day, twice a day, you know, followers and engagement and all this stuff. But, and I no longer align with that, which is fine because that's growth and evolution. You're allowed to change your mindset. You're allowed to grow. You're allowed to evolve. And my previous paradigm of thinking and believing it served me, but it no longer serves me, which is fine. So in regards to this, what I was saying to a private client of mine is that I used to always preach posting every day, posting twice a day. And what that, would ha- what that would feel like to me is the content was forced. The content was like really forced and there was a lot of resentment around content creating and it kind of felt like a chore to me. And so what I'm going to be sharing in this special offer that's coming up is actually sharing and creating content around your story and around what you're learning, what you're growing through and what you're integrating. Because at the end of the day, we attract who we are. So the more that you can let go of, I have to show up and post, or I just have to show up and do a reel. And instead, the more that you can anchor into, what am I going through right now that I could talk about from a place of confidence? That's when you will create powerful, potent content that will attract people. Because at the end of the day, I truly believe it's not about 30 pieces of content that's going to attract people. I truly believe that if you were to post, say, like 10 pieces of content that were like potent and powerful and had like a specific message and they hit to the soul and you told a great story, that is what will attract people and clients into your business. When I think about the highest cash months that I've had to date, it has had nothing to do, nothing, nothing at all to do with content. It has had nothing to do with followers, likes, none of that stuff. And it's actually stemmed from me just being really powerful and intentional with my content. So being more intentional with your business and with your content and what you're creating will allow you to attract clients with ease and attract aligned clients, which is important as we've spoken about. All right. Next question. Rosie has said, I really struggle. Hang on. Actually, just let me let me just drink some more of my drinks. Otherwise, I'm never going to get through it. Rosie has said, I really struggle to get out of my head sometimes, which is a constant hamster wheel of evolving ideas and actually stick to something long enough to finish it. I find I have a bunch of half finished projects or products that I sabotage myself by struggling to push through the launch, perhaps partially due to time. Hello toddler and a nine to five. Mm. I go through these waves of thinking, heck yes, this idea is amazing. This is going to help heaps of people to the fear of failure. I guess kicking in and the imposter syndrome cycle. Wow. Sorry for the ramble. We love a ramble. I love a ramble. I ramble all the time. I go crazy when I talk. (laughs) Um, Okay. Cool. 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 Okay. I love this. I've actually worked with a client recently on this. Okay. Let me just really give you a good response. So what I will tell you is this, when I personally come to creating offers and when I think of really good things that I want to bring to life, I sit with them. I have contemplative thought and then I let my intuition tell me which one I need to do. Now, there's been offers that I have had that I've sat with and I thought they were really great and I brought them to life and not a single thing sold. And then I've had offers that I've sat with for literally like one hour and I had this huge intuitive pull and it's like, yep, just do it, do the thing. And I move quickly. That's another thing is being able to move quickly. Quickly, And when you have integrity and trust with yourself, then you trust yourself and back yourself. So I move quickly. And when I produce the offers and it's like, fuck yes, let's go. I bang everything up within the hour, put it out there. I've had huge results. Lots and lots of people enroll in all the things. So it's all, it's just about trusting yourself. First of all, trusting your intuition to know what you want to take action on and what doesn't fit with you right now. And that's not to say that the offer or the thing that you're thinking about isn't going to, you know, come back in time. So at the end of the day, you might think of an offer right now and be like, oh, it just doesn't align with my product suite. And I talk about product suites and offers and things in this upcoming secret, secret offer. I'm not giving too much away yet, but I talk about all of that and how that each offer should kind of complement itself and roll into the next one. So I'm talking about that in this, but in regards to, you know, office suites and things like that, sometimes you need to sit with it and be like, does it actually align with my message? Does it align with my story? Does it align with my product suite right now? No, it doesn't. Can I move it to a few months time? Can I move it to next year? And then you can reassess in a few months time. Am I still really passionate about the thing? Now, I truly believe that when we are passionate about things, that's when we don't self-sabotage and that's where we don't have imposter syndrome. Yes, I'm going to contradict myself. Yes, there is always going to be a level of imposter syndrome at every level. There's always going to be the voice inside your head that's telling you you're not good enough because of X, Y, and Z. However, I believe that when you are super passionate about what you're doing, you are able to move through it. So what I would also ask you, this is for what purpose are you not passionate about what you're doing? Because this message in itself is telling me that you're not passionate enough about what you're doing and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. That's totally fine. But at the end of the day is what you're doing for you and in alignment with you. And if it's not, that's totally cool. You get to do a path redirection. I did one last year and it was the best thing I ever did. And that's fine. And that can be scary and all the things and everything in between. Um, And if you need any extra support, send me a message. I have some private client spots available at the moment to work with people. And I literally help my clients all the time through their path redirections because I understand how scary that can be. Um, I've been there myself. So I would just ask yourself this question, for what purpose am I not passionate enough about what you're doing? And your conscious and your ego is going to come up straight away and say, I am passionate. Of course I'm passionate, but I really want you to sit with this because I truly believe that you're not. And I'll give it to you straight, as I said at the start of this. So I truly believe that you're not, and it may just be that you're following a blueprint that doesn't align with you, or it may be the thing that you're selling doesn't align with you, and we can figure it out. Oh, Tiles, I love it. You're here. Belief in my product and in me and not trusting myself. Mm. So I feel like I've covered a lot of this with what I've already said. Trusting yourself. I think I even covered this in the first one. There's a whole... I'm not going to go into too much depth around trusting yourself. I'm talking about... Believing in ourselves, self-worth, trust, all these things in my upcoming project, which I think would be great for you. Send me a message. If you see this, send me a message. I would love to get you in this Um, because I know you've done lots and lots of my work and I feel like it's very much in alignment with you, my love. In regards to believing in your product, I would ask yourself, why don't you believe in your product? Okay, it may just be that you feel like you just need to learn a little bit more and that's cool, that's easy to do, right? Just start researching your product. What are the benefits? What's in it? What are you selling? All the things. How is it made? Where is it made, right? It could be as simple as that. Or it could be as deep as you don't believe in the product because you don't believe in the company that has created the product. Or if you are your own product, I don't believe in myself. And that is mindset work, which is a whole thing. And at that point, if it is mindset work, I would recommend private coaching because if it's mindset work, there might be a lot of childhood conditioning and childhood beliefs around this and why you don't believe in yourself um, and also trusting yourself. Trusting yourself when we don't trust ourselves. OK, and if you don't trust yourself in business and if you find out a big blockage in business, you will find that it's a blockage in your money mindset as well. So I would dare say that there's probably a good chance here and I don't want to generalize, but for those of you that don't trust yourself when it comes to business, (laughs) I want to ask you this, do you trust yourself when it comes to handling your money and spending your money or do you feel anxious, shame, guilt and all the things because they're directly correlated business and money are directly correlated. So when it comes to trusting yourself, I would ask yourself at what point did I break trust with myself? There's always times and places of when we broke trust with ourselves. So first of all, I would identify that, go to that time, go to that place. Then I would forgive myself for that in specific, okay, forgive yourself. And then I would go to a time and a place where you did do the thing and you did build trust with yourself or you did handle the money correctly or you did make a good investment or you did make a good purchase or you did make a great thing in your business or you did do this or you did show up and all the things. Go to the time and the place to give yourself proof that you are able to trust yourself, okay? Tiffany, I love it. Tiffany said, finding my voice, creating content. I'm a registered nurse in there. There's always been a belief. Oh, Sorry, did not mean to yawn. Should probably drink some red juice. One second, please hold, please hold. Um am planning my ways to creating content. I'm a registered nurse. And there's always been a belief there of not being smart enough. And now being on the holistic wellness space, my mentors say they would love to have my registered nurse expertise. And that I should le- lean on that to show authority. But, I, yeah, but I'm but i so fed up with the American healthcare. It's hard to do. 100%. I truly believe that you do not need qualifications to create authority. Why? Because I don't have qualifications and I have so much authority. I have authority. I don't have qualifications. I don't believe that you need a certificate to give you authority. I believe that you, obviously there's work, there's multiple aspects and tangible things. Message me about my offer. It's literally going to be called authority. Okay, so message me, Tiff, if you see this message me about my offer. But what I can give here to the collective is that there's a few things that you need to do in order to build authority. First of all, understand what you are selling. So if you're in the holistic wellness space, create authority in that. Show up. When you show up, show up with integrity. Speak true to you and your story. Don't fluff it up. Don't take other people's beliefs on, speak your beliefs. It's fine. If you don't align with the American healthcare system, perfect. Speak more about that. There's a way to do that where you won't get canceled because you know, canceled culture is a fucking big thing at the moment, but there's a way to do that. And by being authentic and holding your integrity and speaking up your truth, you will attract so many people that align with you and that don't align with the American healthcare system that do want to step into a more holistic wellness approach That goes hand in hand. So the more that you do that, then also there's other ways that you can create authority is actually by seeing yourself as an authority figure, showing up every single day, being consistent, being committed, seeing yourself as the CEO, making decisions as a CEO, investing into your business as a CEO and all the things. Super, super important. So authority is not about certification. It's everything but and again if you're telling yourself this story that i you know because i have a certificate i have authority i would just debunk that and tell yourself a new story and the story i would tell myself is that i have authority because my story matters and i'm going to start showing up and sharing my story and by doing so i'm going to attract people that align with my story and understand my heart and want to work with me mel says her biggest blockage in business is that as a home based salon I'm not worthy of charging more. Hmm. Interesting. That's an interesting belief. For what purpose are you holding that belief, Mel? I love that you've shared it. Thank you for sharing it. I appreciate that. Um, I appreciate everyone that shared on this thread. Very vulnerable. I adore it. But I would ask myself, for what belief, like for what reason am I holding this belief? If not, I would actually think that it, <laughs> duality. Okay, duality, right? The duality of this is, is that I actually think that you are worthy of charging more because it is a home-based business, because it is so much more of an intimate experience. People are coming to your home. They're getting to know you as an individual. And I'm sure because it's a home-based business, your hours are probably a little bit more flexible in business. You're probably willing to work a few extra hours overtime. It doesn't really matter because you're not having to travel and all the things. You're probably doing weekend work. You know, you probably have all of the nice, like luxury things to make them feel really comfortable, to make them feel like they're at home in your salon. And I would say, because it's a home based business and it's not a big franchise change, you're offering a level of exclusivity. When people come to you, it's very exclusive. It's like one to one, it's a private experience. Therefore, it is worthy of being charged more, right? In my opinion, if it's a big chain, if it's just like, you know, every other hair salon and the bright lights and there's like 20 girls, you know, running around and color and there's the shopping center and someone's, you know, out in the mall abusing someone else. Like that's not a nice experience. What you're creating is exclusivity and that's what you should be getting yourself behind. It's just a belief system. Choose to believe that you're worthy of charging more because it's exclusive. Shalyn has said, her biggest block in your business is I feel an immense sense of perfectionism with my photography. So if I don't like my shots, don't like my editing or just in general, don't like what I've done, I feel so guilty and feel like I'm letting my client down. Then there's lots of overthinking, thinking my clients hate their photos and will tarnish my reputation in my field. 100%. I get that. I get that. I understand. And you know what this um, tells me, Shallon, is that you're someone that holds a lot of integrity in business. And I love that. I think that's fucking amazing. So there's a few things that I would do personally. I would work on my art of photography. So I would do things to take better photos. So for example, I would get a few friends together, um, or it depends on what type of photographer you are, right? That I know there's a lot. Um, I have a private client who's a photographer. So I would recommend actually getting a few people together and, you know, shooting them and understanding lighting and background and editing and all the things. Okay. So I would do that first and foremost, and you can even offer this, like it is a super discounted rate. It doesn't have to be freebies. It could just be like, Hey, I'm doing like some training and therefore, you know, I'm slashing my prices today for 50% off for the first two people that get in. Send me a message, right? That's a great way to build your skill. But I feel like the the better you're gonna get, it comes with time and it comes with doing the thing. It comes with consistency. So, at the end of the day, the more photos you take, the better you're gonna get. The more you learn to edit, the better you're gonna get at the end of the day. And when it comes to the overthinking and that the clients are gonna hate their photos, well, you're already um, setting yourself up to fail by thinking that. You're already going into that situation with a lack mindset, and I promise you, they will hate their photos. Whereas if you go into that situation of thinking, you know what, it's probably not my best work, but it's okay. My clients might absolutely love it. And if they don't, that's fine. I can offer them this, this, and this instead. So always have a backup in your business where you could maybe offer them a discount. Or if you don't feel like you're in in alignment with charging the full price that you offered because the work isn't there, you can always say, hey... Like I'm just editing the photos. Um, They look really good, but I'm just feeling like they're just not up to the standard. Therefore, I just wanted to give you, you know, $100 off the package. Um, Have a look at them. And your client, I'm sure, will absolutely love the photos and greatly appreciate the $100 discount. So there's ways to navigate that. That obviously allows you to still remain in integrity and hold trust with yourself and hold trust with your clients, which then builds authority. Last question. More green juice. And then I will answer this question. Mm. Jen has said, the biggest blockage in business is organization behind the scenes. I feel all over the place with having a five month old, so it can make me feel unprofessional some days. I definitely understand that because I think about the times when I had a five month old and I was, um, I didn't have my business at that point. So I I can only imagine. I started business when my daughter was just over a year old. But I remember that time and I I went back to work at that point and it was just a lot. Okay. So in regards to organization, so there's a few things that you can do. First of all is I would ask for help. That's the first thing is I would ask for help from everyone around you. I would share with them your vision for your business and for where you're wanting to take it. And I would ask for help. So I don't know if you have like your mom, your dad, your partner, maybe there's childcare or things like that. Maybe you could afford to get a babysitter for a few hours a week, whatever that looks like asking for help. And being like, this is what I need to do when I just need a few extra hours. And honestly, you could probably start to get your business in momentum and get the wheels moving in motion by just dedicating an hour to a day in business. And that might look like literally just saying to your partner, hey, when you get home from work between this time and this time, I need you to look after the little one because I just have to catch up on a few things. And then being really regimented during that time, not scrolling social media, like put headphones in, do what you need to do, clock in, clock out, and then move on. So that's what I would literally recommend is just asking for help because I remember those early stages of having a child and it is really hard. And often there's this expectation as women that we need to do it all by ourselves or our ego stops us from asking for help when all we need is an extra hour or two. And the people closest to us, like they are more than happy to help more than happy to help. So just ask for help. And then also be kind to yourself, be kind to yourself. First and foremost, we are our own worst critics. So just be gentle with yourself and know that some days you're going to absolutely nail it and there's other days where you're not going to and that's totally fine and that's life. And guess what? You will attract clients that feel the exact same way. You will attract by showing up with authenticity. You'll be an authority in that space and you'll literally have clients that feel so aligned. They're like, she understands me. She understands me. She doesn't judge me if I come to the call and I like have disgustingly hair and it hasn't been washed for a week, or if I'm not wearing pants, or if I have baby vomit all over me, she understands me. So this could actually be your greatest superpower if you allow it to be. (sighs) All right, you guys. I hope that helps. I've spoken about a few different offers throughout this. If you want links, if you want information, send me a message, let me know your situation and I can point you in the right direction. Um, And if I can't help you personally, I am connected with so many coaches and other people, I will point you in their direction. Like I said at the start of this, bank starts next Monday. Okay, next Monday, $111 to come along and learn my exact energetics and strategy on how I was able to attract over $212,000 in 12 months of cash in business. Okay, so if you want to learn from me, if you want to become deeper in my world, if you're loving the free content, I would really urge you to take that next step and make that investment. Um, And for those of you that are in business, you can literally claim it back at tax time because it's educational and training purposes. So you can save your receipt, Um, but it's really going to allow you to step into your business that little bit more deeper. And it will allow you to also give you the confidence to sell with ease. We're going to be removing the ick, the shame, the negativity around selling and all that comes with that. And that's going to allow you to be very, very confident when it comes to asking for the sale. All right, you guys, I love you and I appreciate you. And I hope to see you next Monday. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you feel called and if you feel aligned, please share this on your social media and tag me at Becky Bard because I love to reshare all of the tags. And if you really feel called to it and I would honestly really appreciate this if you could leave a five-star review on whatever platform that you're listening to this episode on. Bye.